Welcome to the new Cyber Frontier, bringing you the latest news and initiatives that focus on the development of cybersecurity economics. You don't have to be a computer or cybersecurity expert to get plugged in. Your host brings it straightforward, asks the tough questions, and brings the cyber world to a level of understanding for everyone. You can find us on the web at www.newcyberfrontier.com. Now join our host as he introduces the topic for today's New Cyber Frontier. Welcome to today's episode of New Cyber Frontier. On today, our series on Just Talking, we have our host, uh, Tim Montgomery, and myself, Christopher Gorog, um, looking at things that we've heard from you and things that uh, we've heard you say over the last couple of years or had people ask us. Uh, and uh, Just Talking, just kind of yapping here about how and what we what we know uh and what the industry's looking like so um tim welcome today thanks for thanks for coming on today yeah thanks chris for having me i know we do these things a lot and it's been a while since i've done some recordings but uh thanks for having me on this will be interesting so yeah we we haven't done recordings in a while we had such a backlog that i walked through them for a good seven months or so so yeah, it, it, it has been since almost this time last year a little bit later in the spring that we did our last recording sessions oh, that's right it's been a while so it's good to see you though so definitely and we usually don't get together so it's usually you doing yeah. yours me doing mine sean right. doing his we were trying to right. get all three of us on we hope still to do that um yeah. and have some more discussions the three of us uh well, i think good. this this show you know i'd like to just kind of ch- chat about What's happened over the last eight years? We've been doing this for eight years. What have you seen happen in the industry? Kind of going back to, what, 2016, 15, we started somewhere around there. You know, the thing that comes to mind for me is the transition into cloud. So I know there was a a lot of, uh, you know, the buzzword cloud. And um, as we transition, it seemed like now within the next uh, three to five years, you're going to look at 50% of the of data actually being in a cloud and of course the big joke running is cloud is just another someone else's computer right so that's so putting your putting your data in someone else's computer is basically i don't know as a security guy i think that would be great <laughs> that's kind it of takes it, it takes it out of your control yeah it does i think it, it alleviated the fear for people who said i just don't want it to deal with it yeah i mean what do you think it, it kind of trended? What was the biggest factor? You know, you I think, I think you know, that probably is over the time the the biggest thing. And and so many times it's like, when why did we start cloud? And I I have um been involved with discussions since before cloud existed on yeah. what was it called? Managed services. How can we outsource our data management? Yeah, um yeah, and companies ca- stepped up to the plate and said, We'll do that for you. You know, we're better at security than the average bear. So yeah. we'll do your security since you don't do any. And that was kind of the 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 thought process at that point. Uh, what cloud was born as, well, the government trusts us because I think the government was culprit number one. Let's yeah. outsource our data management. Let's pay a big company to do that. Let's make them big because, you know, we don't have to have server resources and they they buy them all. And now they can offer this as a service. Yeah. Yeah. And it's marketing plan was the government uses us, so we're good enough. 
Yeah. 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 And, you know, there's um, like AWS or Amazon and Microsoft and Google, they've all had these platforms. Um, it has trended into, um, you know, being um, going through a process, rigor process, the band ramp process uh, of getting um, uh, the requirements down and actually getting qualified to actually be a person has to keep that type of resource. So I think the cloud is, you know, kind of evolved. That concept of the cloud itself started from this, you know, what you would probably call it a joke, right? Someone else's computer, which is true, into a robust idea that Amazon is one of the biggest things. So if you want to talk about like incident response or disaster recovery programs, this is a great idea, actually. But how do you trust as a security guy? handing that data over and it, it actually <laughs> staying where it is and no breaches and, and those types of things and vulnerabilities and those types of factors. So there's been an integration of that. And I know with like Salesforce and ServiceNow um, integration into a lot of the uh, Amazon platforms. Um, so there's been a large trend to securing and keeping the posture. And before you go to those services, you ask those questions a lot of times. So it's one of those concepts that, over the last eight years, has evolved in something pretty big, robust, uh, and then services. So if you look at Amazon services now, um, you can actually, even as a small business, get a small portion of that, and you don't have to buy the $250,000 to get the um, you know data center from NetApps, right? That was always the trend of uh, it takes a quarter of a million dollars even to start this thing. So um, Let's take a break hear from our sponsor right back but i want to talk about this some more because it has been a big trend be right back Blockframe technology offers next generation blockchain managed trust and security unique non-fungible tokens are used to secure software bills of materials to provide data quality and security for every transaction in your supply chain Deploy advanced peer-to-peer product security, scale zero trust capability to millions of IoT devices, allow vendor tracking and accountability, and rapidly reset from compromise. Unchangeable, time-sequenced blockchain data provides next-generation security using machine learning trust algorithms and audit analytics. Start securing your supply chain today by contacting BlockFrame at www.blockframetech.com. Welcome back to New Cyber Frontier. On today, host Tim Montgomery and myself, Christopher Gorog, just talking. So, you know, what have we heard over the last eight years? Uh, and before the break, we were talking, you know, about cloud. And that has been the biggest trend. It, the world has become comfortable moving to cloud in the, mm-hmm. that time. And I think you're probably absolutely right. That's probably the biggest trend. Um, and before the break, you were talking about how you feel about that, giving up control. What do you? How do you feel about uh, the single sourcing thing? I mean, us as security people, we think about all the worst things that could happen. Do you think, though, that we'll just operate indefinitely forever and there'll never really be a problem with cloud? Or do you think there's there could be someday a cloud problem and a big cloud provider loses hundreds of companies' data or maybe even something worse, deletes it, failures, systematic attacks that would totally render something unfeasibly retrievable. What's your thoughts? Are we just okay? We just go forever? Probably not going to happen, right? 
Yeah, and Italy, as all things are, um, at least my experience of living, <laughs> there's always something around the corner that seems to find the holes. So with security, it's always evolving. The posture, the landscape's always evolving. Uh, so that's why most security individuals, professionals, you know, they, they have to tend to stay up on vulnerabilities, uh, just a ton of stuff, it seems like, which is doable, but, you know, one person doesn't be, is not usually able to do it all. Um, but the cloud and its perception of where it's headed, um, you know, there's it's multi-factor, multi-function. So you've got several databases, several locations. So the dynamics there uh, of being able to connect to data anywhere closest to you if you move. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like a pretty good, stable concept right now. Um, as we trend into the, the way data is going to be predictable in the next few years, you, know, you talk about quantum computing and things of that nature. I'm sure those technologies, when they start to come into play, is going to relate to newer issues, newer security factors uh, that will trend other factors. Then the cloud will evolve into some other thing. I mean, right now, you look at the way hardware systems are set up and we're trending with uh, you know solid state uh, devices and just the ability to fit more data in one in smaller spaces. So, I mean, in reality, it has to allude to some other factors that will play into this. But it sounds like the organics of cloud itself, I mean, the idea of cloud, it'll evolve too. I mean, over the last eight years. Yeah, so it's here, here to stay, you think. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and so. safe. We don't yeah, shouldn't yeah. worry about it. Or, you know, I, I hear oh, mixed knows. bag on that. I hear security people say it's coming. The disaster of one cloud service is coming. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's going to you know, pick up the pieces afterwards and say, why do we do that? But, yeah. you know, we have marched along for seven, eight years here, nine maybe even, in a direction, and like you said, 60% of business now is in cloud? Yeah, well, 50%. They say by 2025, 50% of data, all data everywhere will be in the cloud, be presented by the cloud. How many companies does that involve? That's only like, what, four, five? <laughs> no. No, thousands, hundreds of thousands even. Yeah, there's only, if you talk about cloud itself and the services provided through cloud, um, yeah, Amazon, Azores, Google, I'm sure there's there's two or three others out there that I'm not, but those are the big three that I can think of. So I would say, yeah, I mean, I think that eventually a, a catastrophic event occurs. I don't know how, you're going to end up with losing something somewhere at some point. So it's inevitable, inevitable too. I think just There's a matter much. of who's the you. If yeah. it's not me, I, I I'm okay. But you know how yeah. many people become the you lose something in that aspect? Yeah, no doubt. Well, yeah, and, and the customers who they serve. Um, you know, was, I think uh, the way Amazon's done so far, um, they know yes, their services, web services, um, they've evolved. They hire people left and right. They have their own federal staff of uh, classified individuals, top secret individuals now. Um, I was talking to a gentleman, Dan Hunt, um, who's a recruiter for the type of group that man, uh, maintains the high quality of, um, of the, I guess, classified material that, you know, the government, federal government is, uh, the, AZA, the AWS is supporting the federal government. So, they just they constantly keep people on just twenty four seven to maintain that. So they've got a rigorous process to keep you in there, and they pay a good amount of money for individuals like that. 
So, I mean, <laughs> I guess if you're looking for a job, right? But uh, the cloud idea itself is, I think they just keep at it adamantly evolving on it. So, I, I, I think it'll take on a different you're, name. You're saying here to stay, right? Yeah, here to stay. So, here to stay and safer than your, your own yeah, system. Yeah, computer. <laughs> well, no, not all things are that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess um, I'm still reserved judgment on that one. Um, yeah, I, I would but, be too, actually, skeptical. Yeah, I think the thing that, that I, I heard you say so many times, as we were, and I think of it too, is a progression of, you know, buzzwords. What has been, you know, we're looking at cloud has probably been the biggest, you know, theme yeah. that we've moved into. Um, you know, prior to that, there was a, you know, things that were about your own network. And so many people, I think, Denial of service. If you had your own network, you had all this problem with keeping things up and keeping my service going. Yeah. And runtime and availability of your services externally, I think were the biggest thing that that prior to cloud we fought in network architectures. Yeah, sessions like uh, web sessions, because we know that most of the applications, you know, when you log into I, the practical uh, story I always give is uh, let's say the tickets for a concert's about to go on sale, and so uh, you ramp up those sessions, but there becomes this denial service. Um, then you can't sell tickets, and that gets cut off. So web sessions, uh, and so those factors evolved uh, quite rapidly with the new applications and the new agile factors. So that distributed denial service or denial service became a priority uh, ability for hackers to use as gateways to shut services down because we become you more. Don't, you don't hear too much about that that lately, do we? I mean, no. it was a, a big buzzword, I think, before cloud. And it's kind yeah. of something that, you know, we just don't don't focus on. We don't hear too much about. And I think a nature of the cloud is, has resolved that enough with our systems where people, yeah, yeah. people targeting denial of service don't, you know, if you target the cloud generally, you're just hit, hitting, you know, they just restart somewhere else or migra yeah, migrate yeah. it over, adding a couple more processes. High availability has been a factor with the cloud because you can connect anywhere, multiple sessions, multiple places. So if they attack one and try to shut it down, and it, it will detect. Um, there's also learning factors in, in uh, network equipment now that can get pretty microscopic down to the very packet and what's in it um, pretty fast because, as you know, the speeds of the Internet have, have rapidly took off. So another factor where they actually can set without bottlenecking. So, Yeah, I think, but that's, that's one big trend is denial of service has become less of a focus. And I think whether it's totally resolved or just, you know, something that, that has, has changed in focus or the technology of cloud has made it less possible or more easily averted. I think all those factors come in, but it's definitely something we don't hear too much about lately. Let's take a break here from our sponsor. Right, we'll be right back. I kind of wanted to go on this, though, and talk more about buzzwords. And I yep. let's let's bring, bring in some that we've heard over the last couple of years and say, well, how have we addressed? How? Why have we moved on? Why are they important or not? We'll be right back in a minute. BlockFrame technology offers next-generation blockchain-managed trust and security. 
Unique non-fungible tokens are used to secure software bills of materials to provide data quality and security for every transaction in your supply chain. Deploy advanced peer-to-peer -peer product security, scale zero trust capability to millions of IoT devices, allow vendor tracking and accountability, and rapidly reset from compromise. Unchangeable, time-sequenced blockchain data provides next-generation security using machine learning trust algorithms and audit analytics. Start securing your supply chain today by contacting BlockFrame at www.blockframetech.com. Welcome back to New Cyber Frontier. On today, our two hosts, Timothy Montgomery and myself, Christopher Gorog. Hey, how you doing? Uh, talking, <laughs> just just talking. Uh, and uh, what have we heard from you over the last eight years we've been doing the show? Um, and what's still relevant? Before the break, we got into, you know, how's the industry evolved? And then, you know, some of the buzzwords we started talking about that were almost reverted and resolved or not as prevalent anymore. Um, some some other big ones, and uh, you know, I thought going through a list of those over time, some other big ones, I think, you know, after kind of the, the DDoS, the migration to cloud, you know, things like phishing and spear phishing and independent attacks became a huge buzzword trend, uh, still out there, but not as prevalent anymore. Thoughts on, yeah, you know, yeah. where that's gone? I think phishing is still there. It's one of the biggest uh, active ways to um, get gleam information, go out and find it. And it may take some time, but eventually individuals are willing to give up pieces of it over time. So phishing is definitely still there. But I think maybe it's become more of a desensitization in our culture. Like it's just a thing, click this button and we just go on with ourselves if that's the you know, so we're desensitized. Uh, We've just lost it. It's just still as relevant as ever with that one. I think you yeah. probably have it right on the nose with that one. Um, so, you know, after that, I think artificial intelligence became the word. It's going to solve all problems. No matter yeah. what we need done, we're going to make an AI that's going to go out and finish this for us. And I remember literally back in the, you know, 13, 2013 through 2016, every company was promising AI that would solve these huge yeah. problems. And it was such a buzzword, but we kind of just forgot about it or moved past it. You know, it just, we think, and I think we maybe determined it's not really possible. And we reset and said, maybe we'll call it machine learning and say, in small amounts, it might be possible, but we're not going to have, you know, a Watson or an artificial like child doll that we see on our horror movies that's on the internet skynet just as a as a whole personality yeah i even brings to mind we were in a class and i was listening to a lady who um officially she was from caltech and she was in our class in one of the uccs courses we had and um she was an expert she wrote pretty much everything on um on ai over the last, I'd say, 13 to 15 years. And um, she literally told us, because I had asked the question prompted for it, and um, we were discussing about just the theory of thought, I guess you could say, more like chaos. This is the class we were having to kind of methodically look through the potential of the way thought processes function, especially in organizations, people in general. 
and uh, we got on the topic of, of, of artificial intelligence and she had mentioned the fact that uh, AI will never <laughs> will never solidify you know the, the buzzword AI is it will solve everything um, and that it will never be comparable to the human brain it's just not possible for it to be that way so I, we got into that discussion now trying to figure out why she said that was eluding me a little bit um, but she went into further depth about it and um, it's just some of the comp, it, it's artificial intelligence. I mean, just that in itself says a lot about it. Um, and yeah, today, with that buzzword, we bit off more than we could chew and we just <laughs> said, okay, well, let's just forget about that discussion and reframe and move on. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty much something like that. But think about this artificial intelligence. So you have an artificial intelligence doing whatever you need it to do. All it takes is another artificial intelligence to now battle it. And now, <laughs> and they're 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 standstill, right? The two, yeah, it's comes, the two it false right? intelligences <laughs> are spending their whole time just combating each other. Right. That's pretty much, that's pretty much where I thought about where it goes. So yeah. Well, so let's let's think about buzzwords that came next. We had quite a section on blockchain, right? And everybody, no matter how old, how young, everybody became a cryptologist for a couple of years. And they had been there all along. Everybody understood everything there was to know about cryptology because they bought some Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? Until here recently, and they lost their pants, didn't they? And now, so. I think, yeah, recently they want to just forget that they they they, they did <laughs> that. It's kind of like that, that mullet you had back in the 80s, right? Right. <laughs> exactly what it was. <laughs> I do but think that, you know, that's out of vogue right now. Some of the yeah. principles, and, and, and most of you know that I work in those principles all the time, and I'm, I'm actually glad yeah. that, that it's out of vogue because now we can actually address the real problems using those principles instead of fighting the, I bought, I bought what, what, what token last week and how much is it worth in every yeah. conversation. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's way more to blockchain than just the, the Bitcoin, as you could say. Yeah, other buzzwords, you know, like we kind of have a list here we're looking at in case you're, you're wondering where we're coming up with all these. We made this list before the show. IoT and uh, Internet of Things, right? Everything's going to be connected. That was yeah. such a buzzword back in the 17, 18 time frame, right? Yeah. And the whole world's going to how are we going to handle this? You know, it's still around, but it kind of was lost vote, right? It does. Um, it's still prevalent, though, um, the automation of the car, economy yeah. of the car. Well, I think I have that one on the list later, autonomous yeah. and EVs. We're, we'll get to that one. Um, uh, but yeah, as far as I think the, that is that is stayed. We'll keep that term. We've I think it was too broad. It was everything. Yeah, you're probably right. And we but narrowed it, it down into specifics. Right. And that's some of the things on our list. Right after that, and I think we had this time in 1819. 2018, 19 ransomware. Yeah, All good of a sudden, ransomware. there was this new kid on the block that was yeah, taking yeah. my data without taking it. And he didn't yeah. care about taking it. He just made it so I couldn't get it. And that wasn't fun. Yeah, it was like pretty cougar for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it was like, what are they doing and why the reasons were just to cause chaos, right? Yeah, that's and what that, it was. It was that you couldn't stuff. hear anything other than ransomware. And uh, and and getting your data back, and and how do we get past it? And now they they wanted the, the previous Bitcoin. They wanted the they wanted to get paid for 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 unhavocking you. Um, 
goes back to cultural factors. Cultural <laughs> things. So, and and you know, the last couple of years that has kind of died away. Um, mm-hmm. You know, after that, I think here's the thing we went into after that is some of the um, way we have a multi-factor authentication became yeah. the big buzzword, and we talked about that a little bit at the beginning. My story about uh, you know getting stuck in in my phone multi-factor authenticating, but. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're still we're still looking at that one in terms of it's become a little more mature to the thing. Nobody remembers passwords anymore. Uh, they reset them all the time. They have something, either their phone or a password vault or something okay. they buy that keeps their 220 passwords, which literally yeah. how many I had in my list the other day. That was about right. <laughs> yeah. And we've we, we've accepted it as a norm, but it's it's out of vogue as far as at the tip of our tongue. Um, zero trust. Well, that, zero that's trust. way down our list a little further. Let's let's hit a couple more in that list first. We went then took the IoT and I think we divided out IoT into directions: critical infrastructure, smart cities, autonomous vehicles. Right, all these little yeah. buzzwords. Right, yeah, these little buzzwords. Yeah, the utilities, uh, just the power, energy, that type of stuff. I know you're working in those realms as well. Those relationships. Seeing how that's evolving, um, so it's still still a buzzword. I think, I think it's the way it seems to be changing in its abilities. Some people are just maybe used to it too. I mean, you think about. Well, I think and security didn't have a buzzword in those. Those are more technologies, but boy, the security industry really jumped on them. We still have some of our best performing shows that people are most interested in on critical yeah. infrastructure. I mean that those shows really get a lot of attention. Um, I think the next thing before we get to some of the more current zero trust, you're right. That's once almost now. Yeah. Um, but a couple of years ago, midst of the pandemic, when we couldn't get anything to our houses, we couldn't get anything delivered and some big companies got compromised and whole supply chains were taken down supply chain security. Right. And we got into some root single point of failures with, Solar winds and the J logger, right? That, that, that just was, uh, we were obsessed over that for a while, and I think even though it's faded a little bit, it's still at the tip of our tongue, along with API security. The other well, buzzword, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another buzzword, yeah. So and 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 you know, in the last couple of years, it's been poking its head up every once in a while, and you said it earlier, quantum. Yeah. Yeah. Right, quantum we're all computer. scared of quantum. The yeah. direction on quantum, or should we be scared of it? Should we be worried about it at all? You know, every time I talk to people who are, you know, my, we'll say, cryptographer references, people I respect greatly in cryptography, they yeah. talk about this buzzword quantum, and I ask them, say, "Are you really scared about this? When do you think it's a problem?" And they're like, "Well, not in my lifetime." Yeah, I hear pretty regularly that we are so many years out of feasible uh, approaches to quantum that it's it's not really something we're worried about. We're just addressing the buzzword because everybody's talking about it. And let's be quantum proof. We don't even, for the most part, even those expert cryptographers say we don't know really know what quantum proof is right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a a word that we're using to make people feel safe with our products that they're quantum proof. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is a buzzword. That's a real buzzword these days. I think it is. 
that and uh, you know what is it that we're we're doing so far out I, I lost my thought process on that but uh then we got to the zero trust right which you started with a couple minutes ago that yeah, i think is, is last year's that was last year's big one zero trust you know, the, i went to conferences last year and everybody yeah, was marketing okay. zero trust that's the latest buzzword yeah. it replaced api security replaced ai you can't find yeah. those two things anywhere now yeah. it's zero trust yeah. yeah definitely that zero trust is one of those factors so it seems today that then there's policies out from the government that's trying to implement zero trust now so that would yeah. be a thing and there's a whole agency so. now for zero trust right Good. and that good. coincides with the the last one i have on the list is you know the space now zero trust is going to be in space and we're going to have the new frontier and that's this year that's where we're we're kind of making our wrap is this is where we're at right now so if you want to throw those buzz words around you're you're right in vogue yeah space itself space has been around forever though technology is uh getting into like you said quantum factors getting into certain sound technologies things like that um yeah it just sounds like a, a great buzzword futuristic uh, you know that type of thing where you're dreaming up stuff concepts so so what yeah, i can see what the word is there what's next year's buzzwords we love your input have we missed anything and what's next year's where are we going from here we love yeah. we all love buzzwords we all like to just say them all the time in in our speech i have heard people list buzzwords in a string in a marketing or in some kind of a training or some kind of a speech. And I'm sitting there thinking, how does anything they said relate together other than they're all things that people would recognize as exciting terms in cybersecurity. <laughs> Trips me out those, those conversations quite often. It's like they just strung together seven buzzwords. None of them have any relation to each other. And the, the context they use them in, does not even make any sense, but they got thunderous <laughs> applause. Got a marketing value to it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's uh, talk again on another show. But uh, I hope you enjoyed this one a little bit more lighter than than most of them, where we're we're poking a little fun at ourselves and our industry. Yeah, and the 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 progression of the buzz. <laughs> the buzz, yeah. All um, right. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of New Cyber Frontier. Remember to get involved. Often we think that someone else will handle privacy and security in the virtual world, but you are the only one truly in command of your virtual fate. Join our mailing list so we can keep you informed of breaking news and new releases. If you have an idea, if you have a question that you would like to hear answered, or if you want to get involved with our efforts, reach out to us at NewCyberFrontier.com. We also encourage you to visit our sponsors' links, as they are the ones that really make this show possible. I want to thank each of you for supporting the show, and we look forward to seeing you back for the next episode of New Cyber Frontier. <laughs>